0: I think that's another big one. Like just appreciate that people in your family are still alive, that you're allow yeah. around loved ones. Because even with work, I kept telling myself that. If, if Body and shuts down and it closes down, and it would be temporarily, and we lost every stream of income and financially we were a mess, and I lost my house and I lost everything, at least my daughter, my partner, my family, all the people I care about are still alive. A worst case scenario, I go live with my mum again.
1: Yeah, it's a good like, way to
0: look at What 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 I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. The people I care about are still breathing. What? What else can you do? Like mm. if that's gone and you still got your work and you still got your security, what, what good is that? Welcome to the Stronger Fitter Happier Podcast. I'm your host Vin, and today I am joined by Coach Leon and Coach Sadie. So they're two. Well, you you may know Coach Sadie if you've trained. I mean, if you train with us, and you obviously know Coach Leon if you train with us. If you don't train with us and you just listen to the podcast or watch the videos, you would have seen Sadie before. You know who she is. She's a head coach at Body and Meon. And then you probably don't know who Leon is. So, Leon, do you want to just tell, say hello, introduce yourself, say what you're about? <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. Hi, guys. My name's Leon, Leon. Um, so I've been coaching with Body and Beyond for nearly three years, I think it is. Um, I've been doing the morning 6am FLC sessions um, for that whole time. Uh, During that time, I've seen myself develop really well as a coach, Um, working with uh, Vinay and Sadie in particular. um, They've helped me develop myself Um, and then on the side, I also do some of my own personal training, um, which working with Body and Beyond has really helped me um, be successful with that as well. So, yeah, really grateful to be working
0: with such a <laughs> Well, that's nice of you to say, mate. That's nice of you to say. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, um, this is, is a bit of a strange time for all of us, isn't it? So, if anyone doesn't know, is listen to this, like, you know, a few weeks from now, or listen back to this. Right now, we're in the UK. We're based, um, we're all on lockdown, basically. So, our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has announced nobody's allowed to leave the house apart from once a day. Um, all for essentials. So once a day is like for exercise and things like that. You're meant to stay with your immediate family who you live with. You're not meant to meet people outside um, stay two meters away. Like we've got loads of things in, in place where we are under strict instructions to m- basically stay at home at m- most, most of the time. Yeah. It and, sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people have like, you know, feeling a bit shitty about it. There's a lot of uncertainty with, like, you know, the government announcing loads of things with, like, job security. Looking at how they can, like, put financial aid in for, like, people like us in terms of employment, self-employment, businesses, loans. There's grants going out. They're putting pauses on, like, things like even MOTs. If you don't know what MOT is, it's like basically making sure your car is suitable for the road. So you have to do like this test every every year to see if your car is suitable. If it's not, you have to get the warnings fixed on the car. So stuff like that has been put on hold even. There's so many things going on in the world, obviously not just in the UK. So if you're listening to this, we have quite a few American listeners. So in America, I'm not too aware of what's going on. Leon, maybe you know more. But um, I know you guys are on some lockdowns in certain states as well. Um, But yeah, it's just a bit of a crazy and certain time then obviously with a lot of uncertainty brings a lot of worry stress fear so as we're all about you know helping people become stronger fit and happier right now we thought we can discuss just general things of how we're all feeling and how we can kind of combat that just as a team and then maybe other people can find that useful as well yeah so i mean leon how do you feel about everything how's how are you uh,
2: for me? on a personal side note it's it's almost been a blessing in disguise for me in terms of, I was at a point where I was feeling really fatigued um, and yeah. sort of really long dragged out days um, with obviously I do the morning sessions with Body and Beyond and then I was having my own personal training which would sort of stretch out throughout the day. Um, so for me, I felt like this is personally an opportunity for me to sort of look um, with all this free time I have at the moment, sort of get down to the drawing board, look at what I'm going to do over the next two, three months while this is going on to make sure that I'm in a more sustainable sort of position um, where I'm more energetic with the things I do because my days are a lot more thought out. So now how we've running the session via Zoom. So stuff like that where I can look at incorporating that so I'm not spending as much time um, out in the gym. Um, so I sort of have that more more of a balance where I can sort of give a bit better during each session because I'm not sort of wearing myself thin. So I feel like this whole situation, it's given me time to actually really look at what I can do to sort of improve my position where I am in terms of like mentally, um, physically, obviously not so great because I can't go and hit my PRs in the gym every week. (laughs) But but yeah, in terms of mentally, I feel like this is, it's given me a good amount of time to sort of sit down and really analyse where I'm at and what I'm going to do to make sure I'm in a better position um, at the end of this. So. Yeah. To be
0: honest, I, I definitely think that's a really good way of looking at things. It's, it's just, you know, a lot of people are looking at it in a very negative light. And I understand why it's a scary time to be in. But to take that kind of, this opportunity is and look at it as an opportunity and then seizing the kind of moment that you have. So like put, pre, pressing a reset, re-analyzing like where things may have gone wrong. How can you fix it for the future? Great mindset to have. And I think for anyone listening, that's a really good... I know you didn't give it as a tip, but it is a tip if someone takes it as that. Like if someone wants, is really like not happy with where their life has gone. And I'm not saying you're not, but I mean, just generally you felt fatigued and stuff. You're looking at why were you feeling fatigued? How can you come away from it in a better position? And like using this as a bit more of a learning thing as opposed to like, you know, just panicking and running around like a headless chicken and just Mm -hmm. constantly worrying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I must admit that, At first, I was so negative, but speaking to Leon more, I'm now trying to look at it in that way as well. Um, Even like when I was speaking to you, Leon, before, and you were saying to like tell my mum to use it as an opportunity to like do new things, learn new things, use the time wisely. It's actually such a good way of looking at it because I was very negative. I was very stressed, even though I knew work was going okay. Um, So, yeah, now I'm definitely trying to use the time a little bit more wisely and see it as a positive thing instead. Which definitely helps.
0: Yeah. I think I put up a post actually because I was listening to a book called, um, what's it called? The Chimp Paradox. Or hold on, let me just have a look at what the book's called before I cock it up. Um, (laughs) It is, come on, Audible. All right. So it's by Professor Steve Peters and it's called the, the, The Chimp Paradox. Yeah. the mind management program for confidence, success, and happiness. And one of the chapters they're talking about, listen what that was listening to was about stress and how to deal with stress. And I put up a post on Twitter and on our Instagram and Facebook about if you don't want to feel stressed, stop fighting reality. And I think the people who are feeling stressed from the situation are not dealing with it because they're fighting something that they can't fight. It's not controllable. Everything that's going on right now with coronavirus is, is out of your control at the moment. So if you constantly fight it and you're in your mind having this battle about like, it shouldn't be like this. I wish it was back to normal. Can we go back to like, you know, having the freedom to move around? I wish my job was more secure. All these things that you can't control, the more you're going to feel stress, the more your anxiety is going to rise. Whereas if you have this mindset of this is something that's uncontrollable, there's nothing I can do about it. Let's just go with the flow, accept how things come, and just accept that every single person in this in the world is in the same situation right now. Yeah. None of, no one has it control like how you normally do with your life, but you do have a certain element of control. So while you can't control what's going on, you can control how you react, and that's what you should be trying to control your your own reaction to what the world gives you. And I must admit, like last week, I was in the same situation. I was panicking, like when you when you rang me, Sadie, saying, "Oh, like one of the places we hire is closing." Initially, I was like, "Shit!" Then I thought, quickly go into that mindset of like, oh, how can we deal with the problem?" As opposed to looking at the problem, so focus on yeah. the solution rather than the problem, and then you can overcome it quickly, and you can move forward. Yeah. If
1: you definitely. spend too
0: much time in that, um, in the past because as soon as a problem arises it then becomes the past the present is how to fix it and then the future will be the solution
1: yeah if you stay definitely. in
0: that past then you're always going to be like you're stuck in there you're never going to move out and that, that I think that's a good way to kind of see it so like leon's advice to you and you know saying what your mum can do and stuff to calm down or relax yes it's great advice
1: yeah because like for example a lot of people in my house would be like <laughs> every day saying negative things and oh my god this amount of people died and yes it's good like even like watching the news yes watching the news like leon watches it all the time <laughs> but <laughs> i found the more i watched the news the more it got me down so i thought actually why am i gonna do something that's making me feel more negative and down yes i know what's going on that's out of my control now so yes i'm like aware with what's going on i'm still listening to the news and stuff but rather than listening to all the time and hearing that negativity, I'm kind of just, okay, I don't need to overdo it and listen to it all the time. I know what's going on now. And again, that just makes me feel, okay, well I know what's going on and I'm just a bit more positive with it.
0: Definitely. I think, I think the news is a really big one. Like it's probably worrying a lot of people and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be up to date. There's, there's, there's power and knowledge Like you know, being aware of what's going on in the world and how the government is dealing with things, especially on the the financial press conferences they're giving out, it's really important that you're aware, because then you get, like, you know, you get left behind. Like, I was speaking to my accountant today, um, and he's talking about, you know, like, what process are you going now? what are you trying to get, what, what am I entitled to, that sort of thing. Like, being burying your head in the sand is a bad thing as well. Yeah. But being aware is good, but there's only so much you should be aware, in terms of, like, aware of, The facts then come away, like you were saying. If you constantly just, you know, watch the news or like and let it react, like you react to it, then, you know, and you need to know yourself as well. Some people like like me, I'm very affected by other people's energy. So when someone is being negative in my life, it does have a big drain on me. Mm. I feel negative. I can't lift people up who are negative. I just have to keep them out of my life. Yeah. So the news for someone like me is not a good thing, but I do need to be aware. So what I've found is on the government website, I read the the transcripts of the speeches and the the things that are coming out and the advice they're putting out in a factual way, rather than like watching the news and then having to kind of take that. Because um, what happens is someone will give you facts and then someone will give you opinion. So there's a lot of people who are are presenting other people's facts and then they're giving their opinion on it. And then it kind of becomes blurred of where the actual facts are. And it's difficult to kind of, it's difficult to process that as just someone who doesn't know, like I'm not someone who's um, in the know of like, you know, as an expert point of view. So there's no point in me trying to riddle out what's fact and what's fiction and what's someone's opinion. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: And, um, it's it's just one of those things, I guess. Like, I mean, how, how do you find your families are dealing with it? You, I mean, don't have to mention people. <laughs> I know you don't want to talk about things publicly and stuff like that. But like, is in just generally family well? Like, everyone okay?
1: Yeah, um, I think. Oh, go on. You lay on. You go. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. So for me, my mum and dad are both classes as key workers, so they're both two people who have got to go out to work. They don't have a choice in the matter. Um, I know my mum in particular; she's not very happy with the fact that she's sort of forced to have to go out because, uh, yeah. Yeah, because my my nan a couple of years ago was unwell with cancer um, and so she's sort of still in recovery. And because my mum's having to go out to work, she now can't go and see my nan at all. So I know the government have sort of put guidelines in terms of not going to other family members' houses, but my mum was like one of the people who were caring for my
0: nan. Oh, I see. Um, so, is. so
2: in that instance, she would have been able to sort of go take her shopping and stuff like that. Um, whereas now she can't because she has to go to work. So she's my mum's pretty fed up with the situation. Um my dad's a bit more chilled out like me, um, where he sort of <laughs> just, sort of just gets on with it, um, takes it in a stride. But but yeah, for my mum she's sort of finding it a little bit
0: yeah, and the the scary thing is that some people don't show stress. Like I'm one of those people that um stress comes out in different ways. So when I'm stressed I don't exactly tell people I'm I'm stressed and sometimes I'm not even aware of myself
2: it just comes out
0: in like more impatience and anger and um, frustration with other people. You know, I've got a little daughter and like, rather than having patience with, you know, things like, I don't know, she might want to do something that she's not allowed to, or something's going on, you know, and rather than being calm and, and making her understand, you just show it in frustrating ways. So it's different. Your dad might be stressed out, but you just should you know, he's just dipping yeah. it in and things like that. so it's good to be aware of your family as well at this time and Mm. speak to people keep in touch um that sort of thing how's your how's everyone in your household coping Sadie
1: um okay like I think my mum's struggling the most in terms of she's so used to going out being busy being on the go so now we're not working being at home like even now she's just cleaning the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) so like she wakes up and she just she wants something to do like I can easily relax I could easily Re, like do my course, I could easily watch a series. Whereas my mom hates sitting, mm. so for her it's frustrating because she wants to be on the go. Um, yeah, my dad's okay. I'm trying to encourage them to use the going out once and trying to have a walk or go like my dad on his bike or something like that. Because I feel like you need it. I think you need to make use of that time. Yeah. My mom hasn't been out of the house. Oh so, wow! Like That's I said crazy. to her, like she doesn't. She wouldn't normally go out for a walk. That's not her. But you need it right now. Like. Time Maybe doing sing. that as a family um,
0: might be a good thing yeah. to do rather than individually. On your so own. Yeah. What we've been doing every morning we get out of the house um we take Sky out for a walk. And um yeah we just go for a walk. E- either if we need to get any essentials we do it at the same time yeah. or go for a go for a walk around like we just came back from a about a 40 minute walk we just went around um just down the paths. It's quite quiet around us so we don't really come into contact with people. Yeah. And if we do like everyone's been really um mindful so they just step away so some people literally walk on the, in the middle of the road to be away from you so they give you that mm. two meter distance no one's that socializing. they say hello but they don't really stand and talk to you and that yeah. sort of thing so it's actually safe when you're walking around outside
1: yeah i found that mm. like even on the route that i'm going on this i, I don't even see many people yeah. Um and so I'm coming and someone's crossing the street. <laughs> Not to be rude but they literally just yeah like like you say like they're keeping that distance. So I think you need to make use of that time like especially the weather's nice. Get outside like if you've got a garden go outside. Um I feel like mentally it helps you.
0: Yeah, fresh air and exercise is something that I think everyone should keep up with. Mm-hmm. Even if you're going in the garden doing a like 5 minute find a 5 minute video on YouTube to just do some stretching if that's not your thing and you don't and you you know, or maybe you're, you're, you're not able to do some physical activity because of injuries or whatever it is or illnesses, or you're not feeling unwell, then do a mindfulness um, that we were talking about on our team call yesterday about meditation. So doing a, like a meditation video from YouTube and just following along, helping you relax, making you aware of your breathing, that sort of thing. it, it it sounds like it's not everyone's cup of tea, but just when you try it, it does help you just calm down a little bit. So there's loads of different things you can do just to help you relax a little bit and go outside and, you know, give yourself a refresh.
1: Yeah.
0: But then the other thing I, I think people are forgetting is we as human need structure, even the people who, so Sadie, you're, you're you've, we didn't, we this thing that um with Eric Thomas called uh, the disc assessment that they do. So it's like a personality assessment. And you, you assess what your personality types are and where you feel comfortable and happiest. So we found that Sadie was someone who um, likes structure, um, likes instructions, likes routine, likes a lot of like kind of, she's that type of personality. And that's where she feels comfortable comfortable and happy. Yeah, I was someone who is um, like a bit more of um, like, a bit more spontaneous with that side of things. I don't, I do like structure, but I don't like routine, mundane, like keep going the same thing all the time. Like even when we go for a walk, every time we go out, I ask, can we go a different way today? So we yeah, always yeah, yeah. go a different route, but we do go for the walk. So yeah. even then, though, even though I'm someone who's spontaneous, I need structure in my life.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm someone who likes to like wake up at the same time. I like to do certain things, like my morning routine, I like to have my coffee in the morning and then get on with work or whatever it is. So this walk thing has become a new routine. And it's like one of those things we have to do. I'm not really fussed about what time we do it. I know maybe Sadie, if you were doing it in your schedule, it'd have to be at nine o'clock. And if it's not, it'd be, <laughs> yeah, it'd be all like, you've
1: interrupted my schedule today with this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you got to know who you are. I've kind of gone off topic, but I would definitely say to people who are struggling from going from a really like, structured routine to add routine in their life. So plan out your day of what you're going to do, have a timetable Obviously, if you're someone who is a bit more like you and Nikhil in the team, then um, you do need to maybe time schedule things in, have it a bit more organized, a bit more of a structured day. If you're someone a bit more like maybe like me and Leon and you do like a bit more spontaneous, spontaneity, I can't even say the <laughs> word. <laughs> um, Spontaneity. Um, if a bit, yeah, spontaneity. If you're <laughs> more spontaneous, um, then maybe having a bit more of a loose structure, but some sort of structure that like, oh, in the morning, I'm going to do some work sometime before lunch, I'm going to train and then lunch and then go for a walk. And then again, I'm going to maybe watch movies before I go to sleep or whatever it is, have some sort of routine in your day. And then it gives you some sort of format to follow, whether it's like you're calling family at a certain time in the day, have things to look forward to as well. Yeah. So like maybe the day before, pick a film or like do movie nights with your family. Um, You know, have some fun as well. Like don't try to be so, um, you know, like you're never going to get this kind of opportunity again, whether this lasts for three weeks, seven weeks, two, three, four months, whatever it is, however long this quarantine thing that we have to stay isolated at home is going to last. You don't know. So don't worry about that, but it's not going to last forever. One day you will be busy again. You won't be able to see your mum and dad every day. You won't be able to spend like the whole day with them. You won't be able to spend like if you've got kids or you live living at home with your partner. You won't get to see all the things that your children do during the day. So like appreciate all of that and make the most of it. And, you know, I know a lot of people are still working from home. So they can't exactly like, oh, if they have it, if they work, start work mm-hmm. at seven, they have to finish at five or whatever it is on their like schedule or if they're working on the laptop, they can't exactly do that. But so you guys have it maybe a bit easier because you have structure mm. and discipline, but people who don't have completely lost their jobs and they've got financial worries and that sort of thing. I definitely think adding routine in your day is going to help. And looking at how you can fix the situation mm-hmm. that you're in looking at maybe like a different income stream, maybe a security, like a different job where you're secure maybe just looking at different things as well. And you know, there's a lot of people right now who are giving good financial advice. Um, You know, that money, money guy that Martin, I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got the show on and he's got lots of like blogs and stuff he's doing. I saw that he's putting out like summaries of the government guidelines, having a listen of the stuff like that. If you're a bit like worried about money at the moment, different things will help different people. Me, for me, it's just making sure our stuff is organized. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how have you guys, um, I know like you haven't really had to adapt, as in, because we work together, I've kind of taken the responsibility of sorting everything out. Yeah. But in terms of like, how have you found adapting and, you know, changing the work stuff? Like, because we used to work in person in a gym, and for a personal trainer to go from seeing people every day, hands on training people, and none of us did online work. Like we weren't the online BTs who do some personal training in person, some online. All our online work is literally podcasts, designing programs or producing content. So how have you found that transition?
1: Um, I found it, at first it was hard. Like the first literally day or two, I found it quite difficult. One, because for me, it was the not knowing of... How this is going to go, are people and our members going to enjoy it and still want to train with us? like that was always in the back of my mind, like what if every member leaves? <laughs> um, which I know is a bad thought on my end, but like I w- obviously I was being negative at the beginning, but then after getting a lot of really good feedback and me enjoying the online, um, like now the transition is is easy for me like it's something I would continue like because yeah. I enjoy coaching it online, the members are enjoying it everything's going really well um I don't have anything negative to say about it um so yeah so I'm really
0: enjoying it that's good it's It's just weird
1: getting up getting ready and I'm not even leaving the house (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) how about you Leon are you still waking up early Sadie actually before like um Uh, so I get
1: up 15 minutes later
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) so I get up at five
0: because it's basically, we have a rule at Bonnie and Beyond, be 10 minutes early to work in terms of like 10 minutes, you have to be ready 10 minutes before. So obviously you have to be at work a bit earlier than 10 minutes before to be yeah. ready 10 minutes early. Um, for Leon it's not possible, not because he's not like that. He's probably there early. I just mean the place we run at doesn't open early <laughs> um, <laughs> that we hire, not us. Um, but Sadie, where we work, is a 24-hour a gym so Sadie can turn up basically an hour early if she wanted to <laughs> and she's always <laughs> I don't know how you? 20 minutes early half an hour early no not half an hour um I'm always
1: 15 20 minutes early yeah
0: so <laughs> that's before the time we have to start though not... yeah <laughs> um so that's 10 minutes plus the 15 minutes <laughs> it's
1: just my I'm, I'm so organized that's why
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not a bad thing I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm just one of yeah, those yeah. people that is like I'll do yeah, as in when when I'm supposed to, rather than well, 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 early. How about you, Leon? How have you adapted to all of this right now? I know you said you haven't really done too much in terms of actual coaching people, but
2: yeah. So for me, um, because obviously, like um, you guys would know, I was it last week Thursday. I sort of felt a couple of the symptoms of the virus, so obviously from there, I put myself in self isolation before the actual lockdown happened. Yeah. Um, I haven't left my house at all for the last seven days. Um, So today's the first day where I think I can technically leave my house, but still obviously keep distance. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so because I've been isolating for the last seven days, I said to myself, uh, let me just take a week off of work completely. um, Not setting any alarms, not worry about bedtimes, and that just sort of let my body sort of recover. Like your
0: holiday, basically, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've sort of done that. Um, but what I did find is with doing that, I had no sort of structure to my day at all. So yeah. by the time I was hitting like 5, 6 p.m. in the evening, I was sort of getting a bit stressed out because I feel like I just wasted a whole day, not doing mm. anything constructive. So I was sort of like, oh man, like I've got this opportunity. I'm at home all day and I haven't actually done anything productive. So I felt like that for like pretty much the last five to six days. Um, so today's the first day I've actually got my pen and paper and actually written down um, March 27th plan of the day. And then I Mm. actually wrote down the things I'm going to do today. So one of them was obviously podcasts. Um, I'm doing my first Zoom session with one of my clients. um, And i got a couple of other things on there. At least that way, as long as I know I tick off the stuff on the list, I can't really get frustrated with myself because I have done five or six, I think, yeah, five five things I've got written on there. Once that's ticked off, then I know I've completed pretty much the productivity stuff for the day that I need to do. It's Uh, a good
0: way to think, actually. I did this similar, like, not that but like as in I always have like a plan so I'll, I'll put like down the days of the week on a piece of paper um, and then have like to do's like three or four things to do every single day that have to tick yeah. off like big things little things you just do it as you as they come along isn't it so yeah. but big things you, that you have to take time and do I always put it on there and, and tick them off It's it's such a good feeling just crossing out the list yeah yeah I mean, with the, with the whole situation of like, I think a lot of people are going to be struggling with like, what do I do in terms of like adapting and changing and you know, what, what do I do that way? And I think there's not, there's not much you can do with certain jobs. Like if you're a hairdresser, for example, I mean, how can you really service your clients and get paid? Yeah. Yeah but there are ways of making a potential income stream. So if you're really, what I've said to our team is if we're, if you're worth paying for, if you have skills and you have services that are, you're always going to be all right in life, whether it's right now or in the future, you're always going to be okay. If you're you're a skillful person and you're worth paying for, you'll, you'll always be okay. And the best people are able to adapt to any situation. So, that's what I kinda of got in my head. Like I was feeling really low. I had a real funk. Like, you know that day when um when you rang me, Sadie? That's yeah. when it literally like the even the build up to that was really low for me. I felt good that day. And then you rang me with some bad news and it really like took me down.
2: Mm. In
0: the on the way to the session, because I came to that session, I had to play some pump up music that builds me up in terms of lyrics that are inspiring and motivating for me. Um and then I went you know, just refresh. And I thought, no, like champion mindset. Like I have that mindset of like, I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. And mm. to do like you have to do winning things to be a winner. So you can't give up. You can't quit. And that that's what yeah. kind of gave got me in my mindset. So if you're someone like, a, let's say you're a hairdresser, for example, and you're sitting there thinking, but I need to feed my family. What am I going to do? Obviously, that you might need like immediate security. So looking at the funds and looking at the things available to you by the government is probably a good step to go. But if you're, if you're someone who wants to be in a bit more control rather than someone else telling you you're approved or you're denied based on your situation or whatever, there are loads of things that potentially if you're really good and you're great at what you do, you could do tutorials on the internet and charge people a subscription to come and watch and learn and sharpen their skills. Like we as trainers, could potentially put on workshops for other trainers because we're good at what we do and charge them. And that could be an income stream if we didn't do what we did with moving all of our sessions online, the, the online thing. I know you, like everyone's kind of been messaging me and praising me and the rest of the team, like Sadie Leon, all of us Like literally the messages have been so nice that we've adapted and there's been no break in our service. So Friday we found out gyms closed Saturday. We still had sessions. People still got, no one, we didn't have to like break anything. We'd have to offer refunds. We had to just be carried on going. I know some people have canceled their membership with us and paused their payments and things like that because they don't want to train online or they're just they're financially a bit more tight with money and they have to pause. Fair enough, but we've done our job in terms of providing a service and um, and the only way that's happened is one, by not giving up, having a mindset of like, you know, we're going to get through this and how are we going to adapt? Not looking at the problem, not living in the past and just going, how can we adapt to this? How can we move forward? How can we change? Yeah. Now, if you're not in a position to make immediate changes, one thing I did a couple of years, I think it was a couple of years ago when we made a lot of changes in body and beyond, I wrote down on a piece of paper, every single thing that I'm not happy with. And what I mean by that is I literally wrote down a list of problems things that I don't like, and a solution to those problems. So literally little things like, I don't like um, taking um, measurements. How can we make a solution to the the measurement problem? Mm. But then the solution for our measurement problem wasn't a suitable solution. So we had to make a different thing. Like, There's always that's maybe a poor example, but what we had, we used to do, remember when we used to do FLCs, so they were like our team training membership right now that we have, it was like a four week course. And then there was a one week break and a four week course. And I always felt uncertain with that one week break would the people return. Will they pay again? So we turned it into a monthly subscription model and we got rid of the one week pause and rather than selling as courses, but that was from that, like looking at what I'm not happy with the uncertainties of money Financially, moving into a monthly membership revenue model, that sort of thing. So I've kind of gone off on a tangent, but like (laughs) anyone who's feeling like, um, you know, they're not happy with their work situation or whatever it is that either look at like, don't give up, don't quit. Don't feel like, oh, I just need to, you know, this is so shit. And this is like, don't let it defeat you. Think about who, whatever inspires you and motivates you. For me, it's my family, my team. Um, you guys like just the people that we serve I always think of it as like I know you're not but I always look at it as like they're relying on me I have to do this for them that I build it up in my own head like um, I've always heard it from like really successful people who like they, they almost create like a fake scenario in their head to motivate themselves and I'm one of those people like when I'm playing games with people I'm like if I lose this, my whole family's going to die. You've even like. said that before, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I try and win. And it, it, it's just one of those things, like, I build this scenario. like So in, in my head, I thought, it, like, everyone's depending on me. I need to fix this. And then it put me in a pa- put position to fix it. It gave me enough pressure to make me want to take action. Mm. I'm not saying for you to do that because everyone's different. Some people that can, like, destroy it in terms of, like, so much fear and anxiety in your head. But for people who are like that, do something like that. Don't put, don't allow like, like weakness or like, uh, that kind of thing to enter your head that you're going to give up. Don't, don't entertain the thought of quitting, Like just keep going. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this positive thinking and like reinforce that thinking. And then if you can't immediately make a change, like Leon's doing right now in terms of like looking at reflecting on where he could change things, how he can make his, like career and everything better and how we did it like a couple of years ago in terms of like the business looking at constantly, like how can you adapt? How can you make this improve? How can you make a change? How can you take some, you know, come up to date with the times in terms of like, look at like people like Amazon and stuff. Like I'm sure they they've been affected in terms of shareholding and stuff, but in terms of like their business model is still available to be, you know, go out there, even supermarkets who do online delivery. I know supermarkets obviously have big, a big influx, but imagine like the government said, no one's allowed to go out because it's that dangerous. They could still deliver food. They, they'd still survive. But like corner shops, wouldn't. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So like, we have to look at it. Like, how can you adapt your business and your, your life? And your, you know, if you're someone who lives and who works in a very unsecure job, how can you make it more secure? Um, can you, you know, like get a job? rather than being an entrepreneur. But, you know, if you're an actual entrepreneur, you you probably don't want to go get a job. You want to have the freedom of working for yourself. But that sort of thing. Just use this as a real reflection period. And I think using all the tips we've kind of given today would really help people feel a little more calm about this and just appreciate. And I think that's another big one. Like, just appreciate that people in your family are still alive, that you're you're, you're around loved ones. Because even with work, I kept telling myself that. If if Mion shuts down and it closes down, and it would be temporarily, and we lost every stream of income and financially we were a mess, and I lost my house and I lost everything. At least my daughter, my partner, my family, all the people I care about are still alive. A worst case scenario, I go live with my mom again.
1: Yeah, it's a good like, way to
0: look at. What, what what? I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. The people I care about are still breathing. What? what else can you do? Like Mm. if that's gone and you still got your work and you still got your security, what, what good is that? I Uh, agree. Yeah. I think if you go back to appreciation and maybe implement some of the other tips we've given today, you you will start to feel a lot better and a lot more calmer, a lot more relaxed about everything.
1: Vinay, you've even made me feel a little bit more positive (laughs) (laughs) with that little speech there.
0: (laughs) Well, it's good. It's good. That's what this whole thing is about, isn't it? Like, as a team, we help each other and then help the wider community that listen to us. Not that loads and loads of people do, but the people that do, then they go on. You know our motto, always help one person. To help one person with this advice, they help another. Like, if this helped you, Sadie, you'll help your family. And your family will help other people that they have an impact on. And it spreads. Same way coronavirus spreads is the same (laughs) way positivity spreads. (laughs) so <laughs> stop going out and start being more positive
1: yeah definitely I
0: think that's a good way to end this I guess yeah. alright guys I know Leon you have to go as well so good time to end this Um, it was if you listened to all of that I hope you found it useful let us know what you think wherever you're watching this whether this YouTube whether this ends up hopefully it recorded because it's the first time doing it over a Zoom call but either way I hope you enjoyed <laughs> it take care guys See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.